Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Dinks with Kinks. I'm your host, John, and with me as always are the two most beautiful people in the world, Rebecca and Shep. How y'all doing? <laughs> Hi. Mm-hmm. The- no, this new introduction is because we're on a time limit today. We got a hard okay, out. Okay, okay, okay. Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> we'll, we'll go. Sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Let's go. Before, <laughs> yeah, before we get... I know. I was like, oh, okay. That's okay, kind of beautiful. Okay. I was like, what? Before we get into tonight's episode, I do want to remind everybody that we are, in fact, on that social media at Dinks with Kinks on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So check us out. Reach out to us. Say, hey, uh, how you guys doing? How was y'all's uh, week? It's been a little hectic, but 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 good. But yeah, pretty. It's been, good. A, it's been a it's been a hectic week, and that's it's okay. It's okay to have yeah. a hectic week every now and then. I mean, the you know, painted. you know, and it's one of those things. I just don't let things bug me anymore. Wah, wah. <laughs> See, I will skip over an intro, but I will not sacrifice. I know exactly. I was like, pun. what the fuck? Okay, cool. You know what? I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Yeah, I have to do my pun. <laughs> I know. No, okay, I know. so this is a suggestion brought in by one of our very uh, devout listeners, uh, biggest fan, you might say, uh, Miss Rebecca. It, I, it was my suggestion. <laughs> do, you, do you listen to our podcast? I, I actually, I do. I do listen to our podcasts. Um, okay. I, 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 I like hearing, like, one, I'm a verbal processor and i like hearing like the information we give and maybe i i like going back and listening and thinking especially as we mature over time in our knowledge and our education i do i do go back and listen all the time but i've been listening I do, since I do, day I do, one I do as before well. i was even on like before i was even on this i was listening so i was yeah. the ultimate man should... that got to be on there so we were going to talk about three fetishes but i'm going to let you say them i'm going to let you say what we're talking about. of course mm-hmm. you know we are in fact Oh no! You're gonna have to just work that out. You suggested this. Uh, yeah, you're gonna have to butcher the words tonight. Um, I don't even know where you wrote them out. <laughs> in the in the chat, in the Discord, in the show like chat, the recording okay. channel, this channel. Okay. You're the <laughs> one right, who taught ahead. me we could put chat in here. So of course tonight we are in fact talking about insects, <laughs> and. We are going to talk about three distinct fetishes when it comes to insects. And for the first topic, uh, go, go, Miss Rebecca. Formicophilia. What? Formicophilia. Micophilia? Formicophilia. Formicophilia. Okay, I kept hearing ficophilia, and I was like, what's ficophilia? Ficophilia, ficophilia. Formicophilia. Yeah. Uh, and that <laughs> is actually the sexual arousal from, like, just bugs in general, crawling around, uh, ants, mm-hmm. creepy crawlies in general. And I wanted to start here because this is like the most basic of kinks. This is of of this mm-hmm. subsect. This is very much like the attraction. Just seeing our uh, eight and six legged uh, friends crawling around. Maybe maybe you're into more legs, like you're like a centipede fan or a millipede fan. More no legs. Um, <clears throat> Or no legs. Ooh, yeah, like a worm or a slug or something mm-hmm. like that. Ooh, actually, the, I could, the 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 people that I watch their interviews actually they like worms. Worms. I have seen some yes. interview stuff with worms and all that. So, this um this whole genre is a type of zoophilia uh, because it does deal with other species other than humans. But I wouldn't really uh, classify uh, the formicophilia as 
um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, as you affiliate, as far as, um, God, I can't place it. Uh, BCL? When you bang animals. Bestiality. Bestiality. That was the word I was looking for. <laughs> I was like, no, where are you going? No, I don't know. No, that's I could, I, slightly I, 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 different. Yes. Yeah, that is slightly and actually, different. Actually, I heard um, I heard an interview on a guy who was a kink educator about formicophilia, and uh, he he had a great explanation. It's because somebody was concerned about the consent of the insects, and he's like, "Well, the insects that I buy were made to be food, like fishing, you know, that type of thing." He's like, "They have basic function. There's no like, but I wouldn't like my I I'm not like they don't have a conscience, but like my dog, on the other hand, that's that's." bestiality they they consent and that's why i wouldn't do that and so yeah that's... and like i said for the most part especially with the form of you're just letting them do what they do they're just crawling around existing you know there there is no like um like you know you're just letting them be on you know various parts of your body uh particularly uh, fond of this is letting them crawl on your genitals uh nipples or anything like that uh, a lot of people do enjoy uh, catching flies in jars and putting the jar up to their skin and just letting the fly kind of bounce around and then land. Um, is it, Chef? Have you ever heard of this kink? I haven't really, but from the details and stuff, I feel like it can also be related to um, the human carpet, since you have these legs just walking all over you. It really does. It is. It is absolutely <laughs> like, especially the form of cophilia is definitely a soft play. Mm-hmm. kind of feel so like it's one of those things where I can kind of get behind this because it is it's a sensation it's a texture mm-hmm. now I can tell you very strongly I do not have this kink only because I've had a fly trapped in my room while I'm trying to sleep in and you know I can go my entire life without a fly landing on me and it just never will unless I'm trying to sleep and then it's like you know that face over there I'm gonna land on that dude's face because he's sleeping <laughs> Well, and, I like to land on dudes' faces too, but in a totally different way. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, you know they're they're consenting to it. I was not consenting well, to this true. form of cophilia. And if she lands on right, she does make me. bugging sounds too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and that's that's what it is. Is right there is just having an insect land on you or crawl on you, and I can get behind that. Like this, this is one of those things where like I never thought of it. But I understand the concept of it because it is very much sensational play. Probably a lot along the lines of also the visual stimulation of seeing a foreign object or a foreign creature crawling on you. It's almost alien-like in nature. So, like, there's so many elements to just this one particular fetish that I get. Um, I, I watched an interview where uh, a gentleman liked to sound with worms. Sounding. Oh Lord! Yes, and he was—he was very descriptive about it, and um, and, and not I, like I'm I, like I'm not. It, he was very descriptive, and it was interesting in how like how the process that he did, and he was talking about how his partner, he's like, um, how he felt because um, his, you know, his his penis he it's like you think of it as a penetrable object then you have this thing that's inside of you that's penetrating you and it, like he said he was and moving probably sensation. reacting yes 
and um, he says his, he says his partner was very enthralled by the just the look of pleasure on his face by the sensation of the you know worm being in his urethra, and I was like, that is absolutely fascinating. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> well, when we when we did the sounding episode, um, we did talk about like a lot of people who enjoy sounding is I enjoy the look of the, my partner while he's getting sounded, like his facial expression. Um, go ahead. How did they get the worm in there? Uh, for Shep, Shep's sake, because he looks like he really needs to know. He's He looks enthralled right now, and he really needs to know the real basics of... And I'm curious, too. How do you get well, the worm in there? Because worms um, are kind of well, malleable. I yeah, feel like I, you have to... St- you have to pre-sound. Um, well, as <clears throat> I, I... Now... I, I'm just going by what he he said and how he described it. So it wasn't so in detail, but he stuck his he sucks his genitals in ice water because they like cold um, worms usually mm-hmm. like cool environments. So he's he sticks his uh, genitals in the cool, and usually they try to crawl up there to get into the cool area and then um but if that doesn't work if they he says he's tried incense uh where he incense because they'll try and crawl up there to get away from the smoke and uh a lot of people were uh you know had asked him about if sorry go ahead oh no so he he lets them crawl up there themselves like Mm -hmm. this is he does not insert them he lets them okay that kind of pairs with a lot of stuff I've been reading about letting them crawl on the genitals and whatnot mm-hmm. and, and kind of just do their thing. Like, it's not so much, I am making this insect do something, but this insect is doing its natural what response to says. the... Yes. Shep, and, you're going to uh, have to talk said... sometime during this episode. I'm just, I'm not throwing <laughs> that out there. But, There's but... three people in this podcast. <laughs> well, well, two are talking nonstop, so I don't want to interrupt people. Sorry. Oh, um, I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> go ahead, Shep. Go take I don't it away. Don't interrupt, you know. I'm, I'm polite. No, 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 but I was I was just trying to take that one in because I was like, I, I'm. <laughs> I, I, we could try to take it in. There, we could try but, this out. But there was there was I was stuck on the concerns there. I was like, it, much like some some type of people have troubles with the gerbils in the past getting stuck in places does does the worm get stuck in places i actually wonder. have the answer to that i have okay, the cool. answer to that okay cool i was okay okay, okay. <laughs> so yeah how do you get he, the worm the, out so the next question was that was the question is people were concerned that they crawled up there well because it gets warmer up in the body they actually try to back out or get out because it gets warmer up in the body so he said that sometimes they usually either try to back out or he said sometimes that they have actually like doubled up and turned around so because it gets up in now i again i this is secondhand from an interview so um i i am not an authority on this i i wouldn't i don't but that is what he said in the interview is that he had them crawl up and he's like people were concerned about you know reaching up to splatter etc and so forth he says but it gets so much warmer up in the body that um they don't like it so because you know 98 degrees like that type so i could also imagine you could pee it out I like to think that you could probably could pee it out. Well, I've never tried to pee out a bit of barbs on their body. That's how they do travel through dirt so easily. So I don't know if you want to try to force something out that has 
little micro barbs. This is this is also very true. Um, but it this is actually. Me, uh, oh, me think of a new. Or to come up with a new song for you know the worm step in the worm step out worms play pinochle on your snout. We have to we have to. Oh, okay, yeah. My daughter, um, my daughter loves oh, this song, and I sing we, it yeah, all we, the time. We, the we worms have to crawl in, the now. worms crawl out, the worms crawl up my urethral stout. Oh, maybe, and I'm yeah. Done. And I'm done. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, yeah. I mean that is wow. really fascinating. Wow, 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 that's brave, brave, brave. Mm-hmm. Brave, brave. I was, I found um, it fascinating. I thought it was just like, it, I was like yeah, what? yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything I have found, I mean, I will say this is one of the harder fetishes for to research because, like I said, there's not that much information out there as far as like published work without like a video interview and whatnot. I I saw the video link for your interview. I didn't watch it. I just kind of stuck to like written material because I like to read. Also, like you know, I don't want to be playing you know videos like that in an office setting. Uh, you you watch all the porn you want. Uh, I was good just kind of <laughs> reading medical journals. Would that be porn, or that could be, like, Southern Gardening? I mean, which which I want to know. It really, you know, honestly, it could be either. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, from what I've seen, like, you know, this is something that you could either do solo or with your partner. And I've seen a lot of content, like, where it's, like, sensation play of having uh, uh, sensation and visual play. Like, if, if I'm just aroused by seeing insects, and I'm with a partner who enjoys soft play, I might... Say, well, let me get some, like, you know, non-harming insects, like worms, slugs, ants, um, flies. Let them tickle your body. And it's a very tickling sensation. So this, this like, pulls into so many things from sensation play to visual stimulation to tickling fetish. Uh, that mm-hmm. was really popular with a lot of, the, like, the insect things because, you, you know, you have that feeling. If I just say bugs on your skin, bugs on your skin, bugs on your skin, your skin immediately starts to crawl. You're like, you have that psychosomatic reaction because you've all felt it. And a lot of this arousal stems from your body's response to that, you know, instinctual reaction, which is something very fascinating to me. Like, you know, because I'm always fascinated that things trigger in your body differently everybody does mm-hmm. and one of the uh, people had a, a good description of like explaining why they like this sensation and um, they said well think about a a sex toy and the vibration is the same every single time the sensation is basically the same every single time is when uh, they had described you know the this this one actually liked having maggots crawl on their skin because it they bit mm-hmm. a little bit and um they he says it's different every time it's unpredictable the unpredictable sensation of them crawling because it's never the same he he enjoyed that that crawling sensation because it's not the same and uh, I I thought that that was that was a good represent like a good analogy for me to understand why some people like that because it is very um intense anticipatory you know it was very much i i don't know where they're gonna crawl next and and that yeah i I could totally get on board with that too bad we didn't have the rights to this song because you know lincoln park made the perfect song to go along with this episode Mm -hmm. well what would that be in uh crawling crawling on my skin Mm -hmm. yeah crawling on my skin again crawling i have such an erection I mean, yeah, it's a very song-heavy episode. I'm okay with it. But but yeah, okay. I can definitely see the relation of this particular 
fetish because a lot of people react uh, quite a lot sometimes to what I call the nerve touch that I do. It's like the super mm -hmm. soft, meant to stimulate the nerves, not the muscles kind of touch. So people do the shivers, the shakes, they get the goosebumps. Because it is a so many that, people underestimate that sensation. I think mm -hmm. that when, especially when they think about uh, kink and fetishes and BDSM, they 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 almost forget that the softer the touch, almost the more intense the sensation is than the impact. So I I, I think that that you know that, that's yeah. very good. They like that sensation. They like the soft nerve sensation, especially in the marginal and, zones when the nerve clusters are are clustered in yeah. greater numbers and such. And it did add that anticipation and unpredictability. And like when we talked about like when we did the wax play episode, you don't necessarily know when the wax is going to hit you. And like you're saying, it's different every time. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what sensation you're going to feel. I mean, you have a basic idea, but it is. It's always random because you're not telling these insects how to do it. You can be like, go left, go left. And that bug's like, fuck you, I'm going right. I'm a bug. I can't understand you. <laughs> yeah. Um, Screw you, but, I'm a fly. Mm. I'm going to fly away. Yeah. Uh, so now we come to our second uh, topic tonight. Uh, Miss Rebecca, you want to go ahead and try to pronounce Melissophilia. Melissa Melissophilia. Melissophilia. I mean, she did that one time. Melissophilia. And that is the... She really will. Okay. Okay. I want to tell you what. Can you guys guess what that is? I have no idea. Just, is I'm it Melissa feeling you? That's where I'm. That's I mean, where my brain uh, is right now. I'm cute, like, cute redhead named me. Melissa feeling me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, let's let's go back to what we're talking about. We're we're not talking about bugs, bugs named Melissa. Oh. We are talking oh, about okay. bugs. Oh. Okay. So I was just going to see if y'all could take a wild guess into what that. I mean, is. my guess is pretty wild. Take a real shot in the dark. Yeah, they were. <laughs> they redhead. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Melissa Felia mm -hmm. stings. Is it stinging? Close. Uh, the sexual arousal from bees. Ooh, close, close. So, yeah. Well, yeah, Melissa. we are going to get... I don't know. I don't know who Melissa was, but she loved bees a lot. Maybe because they have um, little missiles and they're stinging you with their missiles. Maybe she was sweet like honey. Yeah, Melissa was sweet, sweet like honey. Sweet like honey. <laughs> uh, no, this is a sexual arousal of bees, and there's there's multiple levels in this, and we're going to get into like the sensation play of it, of course, the bee stings and whatnot, but also mm -hmm. like hive mentality. Just I am fascinated by bees. I love watching bees build nests and whatnot because they are they're very complex creatures, and they're Nature's not the vibrators. vicious. <laughs> they are and heaters, and scientifically speaking, they should not be able to fly. They can simply fly because they say, "Fuck you, I'm a bee." And I can fly. You know what? I'm here for it. You can fly. Yeah, right? I am not um, allergic as in I, 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 but I'm allergic that if something stings me, I actually swell. Um, I, I don't get You have a mild allergy. But yeah, I have a mild allergy to them. So I try to avoid them. <laughs> I think I think they're great. I think that the aesthetically, I like looking at them. I like the bee look, but I just, just like snakes. I'm just like, you can stay over there and do your thing. Yeah. So. And so, when I was reading this one, uh, this it very much deals with uh, that adrenaline response you get when you see a bee. Everyone has that panic state. You see that bee fly in a room and it lands on you and you're like, oh god, it's a bee! Oh no, what's it going to do? And you drive sexual... 
cover Henry Winkler in bees. <laughs> Joke's on you. Henry Winkler's into it. That's a little Nicky reference. I'm sorry. Uh, bring it back to the 90s. Be honest. <clears throat> but that, that panicked moment where you have, where you see a bee in the room and you're worried that you might get stung, you derive sexual harassment from that. And that I can totally relate to because now we're talking about like the adrenaline uh, kink. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, like I said, and scarousal in the most literal sense. And not just that, but remember uh, last week when we were talking, uh, two weeks ago when we were talking about uh, masochism, we, did I say that right? No. Masochism. Enough. Masochism. Enough. I like, to, I want to put the E in there. Put a little I know bit you of do. E in it's, there. Ma- it's, uh, it's spelled with an A. <laughs> yeah. Masochism. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, masochism. I'm a kink professional. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, you derive those endorphins from the adrenaline release into your body. And not not only that, but the toxin from the bee sting, the pain it causes, may also release those endorphins, which then trigger sexual arousal. And so, yeah, there's a whole art and dance to it. Like, some people just, they want to make love with a bee in the room. Flying around, they could sting them at any moment. And, like, that sounds kind of exciting to me. <clears throat> <laughs> Like, I want to go outside and catch three bees and just release them into the room and be like, let's fuck. And in any I moment, just, one of us is going to get Let's stung. get to pollinating. Mm-hmm. I can see yeah. your partner getting me and like, okay. <laughs> I can definitely yeah, see just, that. Yeah, my partner would probably be like, I mean, okay, that's weird, but all right, I'm down. <laughs> I know. I, know. <laughs> uh, I can see now, that of course, too. I, yeah, okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm because I'm alert. I'd be like, no, <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> but if you have that adrenaline arousal, because you have such a vicious reaction, but not deadly reaction to it, there is the added level. That is now, true. of course, with this, we do want to talk about like the safety of it. If you have an allergy to bees, please do not participate in this kink. Don't experiment. Know if you have an allergy to bees. This is something you need to know beforehand. Because that could end the night pretty quickly. And when it comes to bee stings, which are very popular for medicinal purposes now, like they, they have, that's something they have done. I it first is. learned about that in the show King of the Hill, where uh, Dale had bees and he was charging people for bee stings. I actually saw Almost an entire like, like documentary about mm. about how bee stings and they use them for like Botox and all of like all of that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Because the swelling, yeah. the swelling makes you not have wrinkles. Mm-hmm. I would not recommend yeah. it. Don't. I mean, go nope. to a trained professional. Don't do it. Like, don't just go. Don't just grab a bee and do it. But yes, that is don't, a thing. Go look it don't up. Don't <laughs> face plant into Why did a you beehive. Do it? Oh That's my wrinkles are gone. Uh, <laughs> but even if you have no allergy to bees. Any number of toxins that you release in your body, and yes, that's why bee stings hurt. They're releasing toxins into your body. Any amount can do permanent damage to your skin. So be very careful when you're talking about arousal for bees. Uh, Though I still kind of get behind. Every time a bee stings you, it dies. So remember that you don't murder bees with your fetish. Don't murder bees. Not not (laughs) killing bees. We gotta save the bees. Yeah, not killer bees, but. I w- we wouldn't. We're not talking about killer bees. <laughs> we're not talking about killer bees. We're talking about hornets up in here. <laughs> well, killer bees you can recycle. That's what I'm saying. You can? Efficiency. Yeah, get some murder hornets. Murder, mur- right. murder hornets. So let's let's dive into our third and final topic for tonight. Uh, go ahead and uh, give us your best pronunciation of that. 
Who didn't hear that one? What? I didn't. Well, it might help if I unmute. That's fine. <laughs> I was, I was, oh, okay. I sniffled so and I muted. The recording and then heard I was like, you. No, <laughs> maybe. No, I, I muted my mic, Mike. So okay. Oh, okay. And enemophilia. Enemophilia. You do feel it. Yeah. So yeah, go ahead, and I want you guys to guess what that uh, fetish entails. Slugs? Nope. Oh. Well, I mean, possibly. Drug slugs? Uh, <laughs> drug slugs, yes. <laughs> slugs on drugs. Really? No. Oh. <laughs> no, not at all. Okay. This is actually the arousal to the idea of having sex with an insect. Like, this is very much, like, a transformative, maybe sci-fi fantasy, but, like, having sexual relations with an insect, regardless Talk of... Talk about maybe, maybe the um, the urethra sounding with the earthworm mm -hmm. could kind of fall under this, um, but also, like, you know, we're, we're thinking, like, transformative or, right. like, fantasy roleplay where I am the size of an insect or the insect is the size of me... And we are going to have sexual relations, uh, or as I like to call it, uh, scary ex-wife syndrome, uh, because, you know, praying mantises and whatnot. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, you can have sex, but they're going to bite your head off for it. I mean, some people are into that. <laughs> no, and this, this one's very, like... You know, easy to explain. This is very much a fantasy. A lot of people who are into like transform, uh, furry fetish, mm -hmm. um, everything from a giantist uh, to you know, there's there's so much that goes into this. So that's kind of why I saved it for last. I didn't want to like putter out, but this was the easiest of the two to kind of just like explain about. And it's very it's very uh, fantasy filled. Uh, there are, uh, you can look up some very fun porns where there are people in bug costumes. Um, <laughs> some of them, some of them are really well done. Uh, the Japanese do a fantastic job creating I would have realistic sex with the butterfly. for sex. I would have sex with the yeah. butterfly. Yeah. And then there are some wonderful American versions where it's everything you think it would be when I say, let's have insect sex. And I think some guy in a very cheap, cheap <laughs> costume. I think I know where this 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 particular fetish might have um, stemmed from. Okay. Where? Jeff Goldblum, the fly. Ooh, Brundlefly. You want to get? I mean, a you put him and then a fly. Yeah. I would bang young Jeff Goldblum. I That's mean, what I was thing. thinking. I would bang yeah. young You're Jeff welcome, Goldblum. You're welcome, Internet. <laughs> now, after he Cronenberged himself with yeah. Know, making so brundlefly not so much my arousal kind of dipped but yeah, i feel like the end result of that maybe i know i actually recently watched the fly one and two uh because i mean there i do go. i do love me some cronenberg and i do love me some jeff goldblum and eric stoltz in the second one is just too too awesome to pass up but yeah very much fantasy based and it that one sounds like the most fun to me as far as like role play and whatnot like, it's almost like uh, if Starship Troopers made a um, porn parody. Oh, Starship Troopers is a great movie. It's my guilty pleasure. Yeah. I love that movie. Now imagine a porn parody. 
and we're all bored. I mean, they did have go. a lot of sex in it, so I mean, maybe. I, yeah, I'm on board with it. I'm on board with that. Okay. <laughs> but now it's not war. They're they're not making war. They're making love. They're making love, they're not arachnoids. war. Cool. Mm-hmm. The hippie version. <laughs> they go to the bug planet and they're like, "We gonna fuck." What we, we gonna, gonna do? bug out? We gonna fuck? Mm-hmm. Show hole. Here we go. Does that give a new meaning to a bug out bag? <laughs> there it is. A bug out bag is where I'm gonna, oh you know, okay. wrap up, wrap up okay. my beast. Okay. Uh, that that said, um, th- this has been a fun topic. Like I'm glad you suggested this one because it, it is one of those things where we we kind of went off the deep end, but not in a way that I don't understand. Like a lot of fetishes we cover that I'm like, I this is not my kink. But at least this one had so many elements that I'm like. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. All yep. three of them absolutely mm-hmm. are relatable and yes. sound kind of fun. Like, I think a lot of these I would try. Like, I would use insects for soft play. What about you guys? No, I'm, I, I, and, and it's not that, it's not that I find like, it's just for me, it bugs are i'm not scared of them i i like crickets i like you know spiders don't scare me they don't scare me i just don't want i I leave them alone they stay in their little world i'll stay in mine and i'm totally cool with it like we are just living in harmoniously apart from each other (laughs) yeah and just just remember with every fetish there's those cautionary tales so just make sure to be careful with your bugs and if you, depending on where you have them crawling on you, make sure to yes. secure or or plug entrances to your body, such as your nose or ears. Mm-hmm. There are certain bugs you just don't want crawling into certain orifice. And just were. hope no one brought raid. Yes. Oh, and with that, <laughs> what's yeah, on our wheel? <laughs> what's on our wheel? We're gonna what's spin it. What's on our wheel? Here we go. <laughs> but I could get behind all three of these. I absolutely yes. could. I, I don't I, I just because this is not one I wouldn't even I wouldn't even try it it's not one that I'm just like what why because I do I get it like when I was listening to them describe it and why they're into it I totally a hundred percent am on board with it but I'm I you you do you boo boo <laughs> you do you what about you chef would you would you use them um no for like I mean, soft play I've already refined my my nerve touch and different styles of soft play techniques, so I have my own. I don't need help. I can do it myself. Well, I want to go <laughs> ahead and tell you right now, this is actually uh, suggested by one of our audience members back when we were first making our will, and you thought we were kind of going off the deep end this week? Well, oh I don't want you to push you down. I don't mean to push you down a flight of stairs, but next week is going to be intense. Falling? Well, let me go ahead and read the official term. Climacophilia. Climacophilia. Huh. What is that? The arousal of falling downstairs. (gasps) That is not one Mm. I've heard of other than a murder mystery, so I am actually quite enthralled about this. I am on board. (laughs) Can't wait to tumble down the hole on this one. This is actually one of those fetishes that I am like 50% sure may or may not be real. 
Really? 50% sure may or may not be real. Did you just hear yourself like, I'm, say I'm those words? I'm on about it. Yeah, you're right. I, people, I are, people are aroused by the thought of going to hell. There there, ha, there has to be, like, this does not surprise me at all. Like, the thought of falling downstairs. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, and this will be a fun one. I, I will I'll admit to it. I've, I've done some base research, as in I have bookmarks for everything on our wheel, and came back to it. I'm like, okay. We're going to have a lot of fun, and I'm glad, like like I said, we tell people to reach out to us on social media because tell us these kinks that we've never even heard of. Let's go research them because that's kind of the fun, why I enjoy doing this podcast. And this is definitely going to be the one where, one, I can absolutely find research on it, and it's going to involve an awesome person. I'm just going to have to wait till next week to hear about it. So... Uh, until then, I'm your host, John, and with me, as always, the two sexiest people on the planet, Miss Rebecca and Mr. Shep. <laughs> Good evening, uh, everyone. <laughs> till next time, maybe. D- don't be a bug. Oh, God. Don't bug Bye. out. <laughs> <laughs>